Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Feel from the deepest part of your loins the ancestors that came before you and their ancestors. Feel it right in your penis chakra. Feel it deep in your penis chakra. Then imagine you have a vajakra, the chakra of a vagina. Mm, now our ancestors are really talking to each other. Yeah. This is the place. Look deep inside your manhole. Find inner peace. Inner sanctum in your inner rectum. Mm. Coming up on this episode of The Commercial Break. Did you ever go to space camp? Space oh, camp. I to go to space camp. Shit, yeah, I went to space camp. <laughs> Me and little Jeffrey Tubin Jr. Two of us went to space camp together. I'll tell you what. Jeffrey Tubin's running around space, space camp down there in Huntsville, Alabama, whacking his doodle all around. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we had a space class, it's all of a sudden it's tubes hanging out of the pants. <laughs> tubes. Classic. <laughs> Numerologically, they were next door to each other. So it'd be like Channel 31 was like USA Network that used to just show trashy movies 24 hours a day. And then Channel 32 was Skinamax, right? Uh But then they had a little squiggly thing. So, you know, squiggly lines. (laughs) So I'd I'd plant it on Channel 31. And then every once in a while, I'd boop or bop up to Channel 32 to see if I could see a squiggly tit or something like that. You know, just to get, you know, you know, when you're that age, anything's exciting. And so then he goes... Have y'all ever been here before? And I kicked Astrid under the table. And luckily, Astrid and I speak the same foot language because yeah. she was. We were both like, yes. Yep. <laughs> but he says, I'm a, "What I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead. Just, if y'all have just one second, I'd just like to do this with everybody that comes in the door because I think it's really important. How long has it been since y'all been here?" <laughs> and I'm like, "I go, oh, I, I don't know. Maybe it was like a month ago." What, you know, Astrid's like, "Month." <laughs> At the yeah. same time, I say month, and Astrid says year. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> It was a year ago, a month ago, and he's like, oh, well, if y'all were here a month ago, things have changed. Everything has changed. It's a seasonal menu. It changes every 16 and a half days. The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. You know, you know what my version of a scary movie is? What's that, Brian? Uh, what's that? What's that book that all the women read? The, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The one with the whips and the chains. Oh, right. Something gray. Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey, yes. <laughs> I had it written down here. I couldn't, I couldn't remember it. Fifty Shades of Grey is my version of a scary, like, this is a hol- that's about as scary as it gets in this household. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can't deal with it, even though it's like, you know, Halloween-y time. Yeah. And it's cute for the kids because we get to, you know, buy them an, uh, some kind of obnoxious outfit that they, they run around in. But <laughs> scary movies are not a thing in my house. My wife absolutely hates them. She absolutely really? hates it. Yeah, she doesn't even like like murder mystery type stuff. It's just yeah. not for her. 
but you know, okay. she grew up in Venezuela where it's like a, it's like a living nightmare. Like a living, yeah. So she's like, exactly. you know. I'm not having anything to do with it. Are you guys into uh, scary movies over there? I absolutely love scary movies and I love murder mystery stuff. I grew up, my dad's a big, uh, his mother's English, British, you know, and um, he grew up, we grew up watching some PBS stuff. So Agatha Christie was always. Oh yeah, I remember that. That we liked. And then like Murder, She Wrote. I remember that one. I like that one. But most importantly, I really got into the horror, scary horror movies when I was young. My mom let me watch. Uh, Why? Why would she let you do that? <laughs> really we did too. To. I remember that we had like a, a sleepover one yeah. time. Yeah, and a party. my parents would never let us watch Nightmare on Elm Street. That was a, that was going to be a no <laughs> fucking go. Right. However. We went over to the neighbor's house and had a big slumber party, and it was like the real first real scary movie, like horror yes. slasher type film that uh-huh. that my twin brother and I had ever seen, and we did not make it through the night at, at that guy's house because <laughs> – I don't know if it was me or if it was Kevin. It was probably me, but you know, it, it, it was just scary. It was a scary, scary thing, and I mean, I, went to, I was probably Freddy eight. Yeah, yeah, seven or eight. And Freddy Krueger. But I do remember in my teenage years, like young teenage years, like we would watch scary movies just for the shits and giggles of watching scary movies. Yes. Yeah. And then try and. Like The Shining is my all time favorite. I love The Shining. But I don't consider that like. Yeah, that's a psychological thriller. I don't really Mm -hmm. consider that like a horror movie. I mean, I don't know. That's a good debate. Is The Shining a horror movie? It's pretty horrific. It's pretty horrific, (laughs) but it's just a. It's it's really more like a character study of a man losing his fucking marbles. Yes. Right. And and then I get, have you seen the, the part two to the shining that came out recently with yes, Ewan McGregor? Yeah. yeah. I read the book and watched the movie. It's Dr. Death. Dr. Death. It. Yeah. It's running on HBO yeah, right now. I watched really it. I like the book a little mm-hmm. bit more than the movie, but that's the way it usually goes. The only so. reason why I would watch scary movies is because they would often come on. So like we were, we, we had cable pretty early on and both yeah. where in Chicago where we lived. And then when we moved here to Atlanta, the whole house had cable and that was like the coolest thing. And we got a TV in one of my rooms and then, you know, some of these channels, they would show the horror movies really late at night in yes. between the softcore porn that they would right. that they would watch. Right. right. But yeah. the so the, the, those were the pay channels and we didn't have the pay channels, but they were in numerologically numerologically. They were next door to each other. So it'd be like Channel 31 was like USA Network that used to just show trashy movies 24 hours a day. Yes. And then Channel 32 was Skinamax. Right. Uh-huh. But then they had a little squiggly thing. So, yeah. you know, squiggly lines. <laughs> so I'd, I'd plant it on channel 31 and then every one, once in a while I, I'd boop or bop up to channel 32 to see if I could see a squiggly tit or something like that, yes. you know, just to get, you know, you know, when you're that age, anything's exciting. Exactly. Now you have the internet and porn. It's just too easy now. Back then you had to work <laughs> so for it. I know. Yeah. You had to wait for the Macy's catalog to come. <laughs> the Victoria's Secret. Well, it wasn't even Victoria's Secret back then. It was just like <laughs> Sears Roebuck. <laughs> <laughs> you had to look for, you know, the, or, or the, the tractor supply, section. tractor supply company is <laughs> tractor, you know, farming girdles. And you'd be like, Oh, that's a tit. Look at that. That's a boob. You'd go to town. You'd pull a tubing right there. Ooh, classic tubing. Classic I'm telling you tubin. that tubes always pulling out his cock. I was barely... <laughs> is he, is that, is he known? That's that? just like that. In my experience so, with the tubes, which but... I, I refer to him. <laughs> In my experience, the tubes is such a, he's such a character. He's always whacking out his cock and just doing it all over the place. Listen, nary, nary a Zoom call goes by with the tubes that you don't see his dick. I mean, it's just like, go tubes, get to town. I had no idea that was a thing, but when I heard about it, I was very shocked. He's prominent. 
I mean, that's going to follow him for a while. <laughs> I'd like to welcome everybody to the Warner Brothers fourth quarter corporate earnings call. <laughs> On the phone call today, it's CEO Jeff Zucker. Head of our uh, head of our news and opinion division, Jeffrey. Oh, there's Jeff's cock. Look at that. That's classic, Tubes. What you doing over there, Tubes? Getting one off real quick, boss. Great. We're just going to continue with the call. <laughs> I'd like to direct everybody to page thirty-two in the prospectus. We're talking about capital. Exp- oh, look at that. It just jizzed all over. Classic, Tubes. <laughs> Classic too. I mean, listen, that is, I, I get it. I get it. It was a mistake that was made for those of you that don't know. And I can't, I don't understand how you could not know uh, unless you had your head in a freaking hole, but Jeffrey Tubin, who is both a contributor to CNN uh, on political matters. And then he writes for the New York times. Am I right about that? The New Yorker. The New Yorker. Oh, even more highbrow. I thought it was the New York times. And I think it's the New Yorker. Okay. So he's on this. So he's in the New Yorker. So this is like a highbrow magazine. He's in his sixties. He's been doing this for, since the day that he was born. He's like a well-respected reporter. Yes. This guy is not some, you know, young buck at vice, vice news. <laughs> he is like a well-respected reporter. Yeah. And he was on a zoom call where they were, uh, they were practicing for the election. And this is what these news organizations do. They practice, you know, what are we going to say if someone wins? What are we going to say if someone loses? How are we going to handle it if it goes this direction? So what they were doing is they were practicing, doing a run through for a contested election. Essentially, shit goes sideways and, you know, the election is not figured out that night. And so they all went to breakout groups on the Zoom call where they were someone was representing Donald Trump's organization. And then he was representing like the Supreme Court. He's, I think I think he was just actually he was just he was really got into character for Jeff for uh, Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> he was just like <laughs> I can't even, I can't even without laughing. It's too funny. But anyway, so he whacked it. He pulled out his penis and he started masturbating during the call, thinking that he had turned off the camera. You know, they have the like the camera mute section on the Zoom call. Mm-hmm. He had thought he had pressed that button, but don't they? Sh- that doesn't the screen go black when you do that? Like at least your portion of the screen. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. I that mean, is a, that is absolutely insane, Hoadley. I think and he kind of like also tilted it down toward his dick. <laughs> yes, not. I think on purpose. I think he thought he had it muted or off. Oh yeah, whatever, maybe he was like kind of tilting. So. You know, maybe like the face wouldn't be, I don't know. But <laughs> he was tilting it down so he didn't have to look right at his, his old, yeah, his own face while he was whacking mm-hmm. off, which I can understand yeah. that. I've started putting a, a hood over my head. <laughs> when I'm in my own fantasy, I don't, I don't want anything to disturb me. <laughs> like the Freddy Kruegerness of my own head. <laughs> I don't, I'm not even in my own fantasies anymore. It's just, just whatever. <laughs> www.tcbpodcast.com is where you go to read all the show notes. You can find out more about Chrissy and I. You can listen to all of the episodes and watch all of the episodes now on YouTube. So please go to YouTube. Check us out. Here we are. Look at my ever-changing wall back here. Do you like that? I do. My father-in-law's in town. And so he's just, he's like Mr. Handyman. He's like building a... He's building an entire structure in my backyard for um, some extra shit that we have, like, you know, extra storage type stuff, tools. Those tools only get used when he's here. So I use none of those tools. I do not know how to use a tool. (laughs) I wouldn't care about the tool if it came my way. Like, I mean, it's just not my thing, but it's his thing. So in order to keep my tools, which are actually his tools, it covered. He is building me like, like a 
like a modern farmhouse back there. I mean, it looks better than my home. I know it's so (laughs) crazy. But then in between that at night, you know, after he's had a beer, he'll come in here and he'll just tinker around and put stuff up. Yeah. It's really really nice. Yeah. So real funny story. Astrid came in here and she had like one of those, like, you know, sometimes you put around your house with those cute little signs that say motivational things like, you know, be here now. Or I know you have a number of those around your house too, but it was like, you know, be the change you want to see in others or whatever it was. Right. And she's like, what about putting it right here? And I'm like, Astrid, (laughs) if you listen to the commercial break, be the change you want to see in others. It's not what needs to be on the back of this wall, but God bless her heart. She was, she was trying. So go to YouTube and then you can see all of this wonderful stuff. Make sure that uh, you subscribe and subscribe to the break room. The break room is a little club that we have, and it's going to be expanding. We're going to be doing live shows and all kinds of great stuff. Uh, When you go to the website, you click on join the break room or it'll pop up right there for you. Just put your name and your email address in. There is no charge and you get access to the after show, which is additional content after every episode. Chrissy and I stay a little bit longer just for you. We click the overtime card like the tubes. Chrissy and I take, (laughs) we take a short three minute break. I put down my laptop, (laughs) take care of business, take care of business. And then we're back for the after show. TCB, taking care of business. There's like a TCB podcast out there. I want you to know that. I think so. Yeah, too. there's the commercial break, and then we've been using TCB as obviously it's a it's a cool little short thing to say, right? The commercial break, but there's an actual TCB podcast, and I'm waiting for a season season desist from them because they're about like they're all about Elvis taking care of business. It's oh, all about right, Elvis, right. and it's very milk toast. It's a good show actually, but it, you know if you like Elvis, I guess, but it's very milk toast, and we are not. And so I I in, if you Type in the commercial break podcast. Their results will sometimes come up as will when you type in TCB podcast. Uh, some of our results will come in. So I'm sure that they're none too happy about this. No, uh-uh, for sure not. This episode is sponsored in part by Claritin. Do you hear that? Do you hear that absolutely irritating voice that I have right now and all the sinus congestion? Twice a year, we call that the Atlanta flu. That's because those of us who suffer from seasonal allergies can really find it quite miserable during the spring and during the fall. The nasal congestion that can cause pounding headaches, the irritating throat drainage, the coughing. Sometimes I can't taste my food and it can really make some of my days unbearable. Luckily, for those of us who do live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Claritin D, quite frankly, changed the allergy game for me. I've been taking it for a number of years, and it's got fast symptom relief that starts working on my allergies and nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. The double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. All of those symptoms are familiar to any seasonal allergy sufferer and I just love this product. It's actually kind of serendipitous that I am suffering from allergies today. Just took my Claritin D and I quite frankly look forward to the relief and so I don't sound like a duck. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at your pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Please use as directed and we want to thank Claritin for being a sponsor of the commercial break and a reliever of Brian's allergy symptoms. Thanks, Claritin. I, how was your weekend? You went, uh, it's Jeff's birthday. It was Jeff's birthday on Wednesday of it last week. Jeff's birthday. Jeff's yeah. Birthday. yeah. So we took a little short trip up to the mountains. Good for you. A little North Georgia mountain yeah. action. Getting up yeah, there. It's beautiful. Right on the water. Crisp, clean air of the home oh, of yeah, the KKK. The changing. 
right now. So it was so pretty. There was a meteor shower. Oh, really? Place, so we got to see that. It was beautiful stars at night. It was, it was very, very nice. <laughs> so when I had to come back to come back to reality. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, we've been on vacation now a couple of times too, since the pandemic started just down yeah. to, to Northeast Florida. And it's nice to be somewhere besides your own home. I think it helps break up the oh, monotony yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're really just doing the same thing that you did. <laughs> yeah. Or do you guys feel like it, like you can like take it the extra mile when you go on vacation? Like we're really going to relax. We're going to put down the phones. We're going to have an extra cocktail. We're going to. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We do that. Well, first of all, I didn't have cell service. So you didn't, <laughs> you had to put down. The, the Were you guys that, like, is it a cabin like way up there? Were you- uh, it was kind of back tucked away. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it was just because we were higher up on a mountain or closer to the river or the stream. I don't know, but yeah, but we did have Wi-Fi. You can, so can really see the stars up there. Did you see any, med- see any meteors? <laughs> we did. We did you see any meteors or did you think you saw any meteors? Right. It could have been both <laughs> after a couple of cocktails. Oh Lord. <laughs> no, we did. You know, my, remember when my parents used to own that cabin up there and we would go up there? Yeah. Oh man, you can see a million stars. They're, you can it's so see beautiful to they, get away from the light. Gorgeous. Just, yeah. See the, the tail of the, the Milky Way <laughs> waiting for it all to come crashing down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wondering at which yeah, wondering at which point in 2020 it's all going to come crashing exactly. down. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, here on Earth, right, um, we cannot get collectively get our shit together. But the geniuses at NASA have somehow figured out a way to get a whatever, however big it is. I think it's the size of a car. They said they figured out how to get a fucking spaceship to circle an asteroid going a million miles per hour, 212 million miles away from Earth. They've been certain. So NASA sends up this machine and they say, hey, go follow this asteroid around that's circling around our universe at, you know, a million miles per hour. Find it. Hang out with it for a couple of months. Take some good photographs. Figure out where you're going to land yourself. Then land yourself for 10 fucking seconds. Pick up some rocks and head back home. Mm-hmm. And it did Amazing. it. Amazing. It's unbelievable. I know. I was reading about this. I love anything to do with space. So me too. For some reason, I feel like I, I feel like because (laughs) I I want to be there. Like I don't, I don't want to be here anymore. (laughs) (laughs) It's just so interesting. We just don't know. I feel like we just don't even know really what's going on out there. We have no fucking clue. I'm sure of that. Yeah. I'm positive of it. But what amazes me is that NASA can get up there, meet up with the asteroid, then have this thing travel around the asteroid. Right. And I know that there's like, physics involved in this is it, some shit math or some shit that's involved in calculating how definitely you do all this. You think so? <laughs> yeah. There's calculations that have to kind of happen in order for them to project. Hey, hey Bob, did you put the math in the spaceship before it left? <laughs> I thought you said we didn't get to put math in this one. Did I say that? Yeah, you did. <laughs> well, I sure hope it makes it where it's going. <laughs> Did you ever go to space camp? Space I camp. To go to space camp. Shit, yeah, I went to space camp. <laughs> Me and little Jeffrey Tubin Jr. Two of us went to space camp together. I'll tell you what, Jeffrey Tubin's running around space space camp down there in Huntsville, Alabama, whacking his doodle all around. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we had a space class, it's all of a sudden it's tubes hanging out of the pants. <laughs> tubes, classic. I went to space camp and I got uh, and I got. I got suspended from school for two days. <laughs> I always wanted to go to space camp. 
Yeah, Space Camp was it was cool. We just went there for a night. We went like on the really we went on the short version. We went on the poor people's version of yeah. Space Camp. Uh, so Space Camp is for those of you that don't know is here in the United States in Huntsville, Alabama, yeah. and it's basically just like a museum. Uh, but they, they, I think at one point they, are they, do they have a, like a control center there or something like that? Yeah, no, it was a whole camp. Like you could go weightless and do yeah. weightless things. And it's where kids train to be an astronaut in yes. a fun way. It's like a yes. educational program. It's like a, you know, an outreach program for science. But I think they're, then they actually, some of the astronauts do, do or have done some training at that facility. Yes. And then they have, you know, like old spaceships hanging around and stuff like that. So it was really cool as a kid. It was really cool. And since it was close to Atlanta here, it was not uncommon for you to go to space camp on a night. They had like a night, a three night, and then a three month space camp that you would do during the summer. And so we went for one night with the rest of the classrooms. I think we were in sixth grade and then we stayed at like a local whatever. I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. Hampton Inn or whatever it was. And it was me and it was four, me and it was four kids to a room and two and two beds and then they had the hall monitors. I think we had like a whole hall for the, the you know, both the sure. class that went. And then they had not hall monitors, but parents that came and whatever. Chaperones. Chaperones. So we decided the best idea, someone had bought the giant, had bought a giant bag of pixie sticks. One of the, <laughs> one of the kids. And then we, every, they ordered a pizza for every room for dinner. And then, you know, somebody brought this big bag of pixie sticks and other candies. And so I don't remember what happens because I think I was in a, like a wit, like a cocaine and do like a sugar induced cocaine. high. <laughs> right. It's pixie dust high. But somehow the pixie dust, you know, they had the, in the hotel room, sometimes they had their own radiator air conditioning units. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? And so they would just blow the air right out. So what us geniuses did is we stuck the pizza to the ceiling. We put the pixie dust into the into the uh, into the air conditioning unit and turned it on. I mean, we just destroyed this fucking room, and uh, it was not a it was not a fun ride home. Let's put it yeah, that way. But what amazes me is that that you know I can't get my microphone. Like, Chrissy and I just to, just give you an indication of just how fucking stupid we are about all this podcasting and vodcasting and stuff like that. It's Chrissy and I can't get. Uh, podcast to record correctly, you know, one out of five times that we try, we have to re-record because for some reason some button doesn't work. But these fucking geniuses over at NASA who yeah. are really are like amazing human beings doing amazing things as teams, like te- like whole hundreds of people doing this together. I can't even agree about which kind of pizza we're going to get with my wife. And these people are building spaceships that circle around a fucking asteroid, drop themselves down, touch down for 10 seconds and head out. 10 seconds is that's, you, I mean, at a hundred, at a hundred million miles per hour, however fast it's going, Chrissy, that's amazing. It really is. I know they were saying they were going to bring back samples that could clue in to life. Yeah, like the, because the, the, the beginning of life or something, the beginning of everything. I think the rock they said is like it would have been created less than one hundred million years old. The universe being one hundred million years old, so they think that yeah. it holds like some key to something you know i don't know what they're looking for but that's again that's more math shit i'm interested to hear what they find hey the rocks came back what do you want me to do with them <laughs> throw them in some water see if they grow like those little you know the little <laughs> the little seahorses you got oh yeah little seahorses okay i'm gonna throw all these rocks in the water <laughs> shake them around see what color they turn that's a good idea bob <laughs> if i ran if i ran that i'd be like <laughs> we got the rock but oh, oh i was thinking about this what happens if the rocks come back and they've got like some rock disease, like some space rock disease that annihilates Earth. Yeah. Well, they're going to be looking for that. And I'll tell you why I know this. 
because look at Chrissy. She's been. I, I've been doing a little bit of traveling. You are lately, so smart. Coming back from visiting my sister, as you know, that I went to go see her a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And there's another podcast. It's National Geographic podcast. Ah. And it's um, very, very interesting. They're short, like 15, 20 minute long uh, things. And Too long. This, Too long for me. This woman was on there talking about <laughs> how she's trained to look for, I mean, her, her specialty is tiny microscopic little aliens. I mean, basically. Like, like microbic, like microbic yes, life. Microbes. Yeah. Yes. Microbic life. Well, that's, that's, that's kind of been my, like. I think she's probably in there looking at the rocks. What, what's this woman's name? Uh, I would have to get back and look. See, you're not really paying attention for 20 minutes. I just, <laughs> I caught you. I got you. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to cite, cite references, please. On this show, cite your references. I don't want anybody calling me up. Hold, and so, please. Hold, please. We don't have that kind of time. I got to get back to 90 Day Fiance. Um, <laughs> no, I'm done with that for a while. Okay, good. Did you, did you, yeah. you and Jeff have a serious talk? Did Jeff like, no, was I Jeff just, like, I had a serious talk with myself. You should, I was like, yeah. You're leaning on this too much. You're leaning on it too much. It's, it's, it can get a little, it get to be a little, a little bit of a hole. But mm-hmm. one of the questions that I had about this, these space rock shit is it's possible, very possible that microbic life comes back with spaceships, rockets. I and mean, we don't know what's mm-hmm. out there really. And are we, we're not checking the space shuttle or the whatever comes back now. I don't even know what they do. The Tesla rocket. We're not checking it head to toe every time for microbic I think, I think organisms. You think that when they land one of those big space rockets from wherever it went to, like when it goes up into the, uh, up to the, well, don't, the they, don't they come back into the ocean a lot of times? They do. So what if those microbes are just like falling off into the ocean and then creating Ocean monsters, I, essentially. I, mean, <laughs> I hope so. I mean, I'm. Have you ever seen some shit down in the in the bottom of the ocean? I mean, There's some scary shit Ness. down there. I want to see Loch Ness, the Loch Ness monster. I'm not even talking about the Loch Ness monster. I'm talking about like, have you ever seen a really big bass? It's, it's, it's all really scary. <laughs> you know, the the ocean is a complete other world. When really we is. when we went to Italy on a cruise, Ooh, my wife and I, Italy. when we were leaving one of the docks at night, and the fluorescent um, the fluorescent, whatever they call it, the algae, the fluorescent algae mm, that the, yes. the ship was breaking the water and it was disturbing the fluorescent algae. It was the most amazing thing I've ever fucking seen in my life. Yeah. It was crazy. It was like, so much. yeah, I felt like I was at a dead show in 1988. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was weird. It was really weird. And I was Glow like, that sticks. is, that's the kind of shit we're bringing back from space. I think that we should have a policy here in the United States. That we should be checking from stip to stern every single spaceship and spaceman that comes back from wherever they come back from for microbic uh, shit. You never know. Well, could, coronavirus could have come it. from the International Space Station. Could have. Probably did. <laughs> Fucking Chinese people is what it was. <laughs> the China virus. Oh, Gina. I, Gina. Gina. <laughs> You have a vagina, don't you? <laughs> I was in a conversation with someone. They actually called coronavirus the China virus. Oh. And nice. I stopped them. And I was like, yeah. it's not the China virus. It's coronavirus. And then they went on the spiel. And I was like, do you know how fucking ignorant that sounds? I actually said this to this person. I said, do you know how fucking ignorant that sounds? You sound like an igna fucking ramus right now. Like the China <laughs> virus. 
Oh. You know, do we call the chicken pox the U.S. virus? We don't because we're not sure where it started. So we can't really call it the U.S. virus. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it, the, it's the <laughs> problem that's happening in the world. It's a right world now. problem. Now, mm. do I agree it may have come from China? Yes, but I'm pretty convinced that it probably wasn't on purpose. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know, but pretty convinced that it wasn't on purpose. But when you say that, it's fucking ignorant when you say China I virus. Know. It's fucking ignorant. But you know what? There's lots of people out there who agrees with it. So there you go. Talking with a friend of mine. This is an interesting story. So this friend of mine <laughs> has been on, has been part of a dating service, a service like an actual service that hooks you up on a date. So they hook you up on blind dates. So one of the blind dates was a couple of like weeks. Bumble? Yeah, kind of like Bumble, but they're actual real people that are involved in the swiping. Like, you know what I'm oh, saying? Like, okay. it's like an actual dating service, like matchmaker, like oh, high end matchmaker okay. type stuff. Okay. Not like, okay. you know, not, yeah. It's like you, you answer some questions. Yeah, Not like Craigslist. It's an interview type thing. Yeah. Not like back pages. Yes. <laughs> Where I'm used to finding my dates. <laughs> so they go on a blind date. And they show up at the, uh, you know, they're, they're texting each other at this restaurant. The service sets up the, the, the reservation. Then you have to go and meet whoever. And my understanding is, is that you don't really know who you're meeting. You don't even see a picture beforehand. But so he shows up at the restaurant and in walks like a young lady. He says is like, he describes her as a linebacker for the 49ers. He's like, she's like six foot three, you know, shoulders that are, you know, a, like a wingspan that was like a, an eagle, right? And uh-huh. he's like, it's just not for me. Like instantaneously, it's not for me. I don't, I'm, I'm physically, I'm not feeling it. Yeah. And there's the playoff game, the Braves playoff game to see if they're going to get in the World Series is that night starts at nine o'clock. I guess they have dinner sometime between six and six thirty. She shows up a couple minutes late. They get to the table. They order a couple cocktails. And my friend is like, listen, I'm just going to I'm going to be polite. I'm going to as I always would. I'm going to be polite. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to have dinner and then we're going to we're going to get out of here. Right. Basically, (laughs) I'm going to make the game. And he says something. I think this is I think this is so true and pretty funny. So they start talking. He says, she just was not going to be quiet, right? She just kept talking. He was asking questions as you should on a first date. She kept answering at length. I imagine it would be like going on a date with Brian Green, right? She just wouldn't, she just wouldn't <laughs> shut up talking about herself. So the waitress keeps on coming by. Hey, y'all ready to order? You know, you have any questions about the menu? Da, 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 da. And, and uh, my friend wants to order, right? Uh-huh. And... The young lady is like, oh, no, no, just give us a few more minutes. It's okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so the waitress keeps coming back. My friend keeps saying, are you, are you ready to order? Like, I think I know what I want. And she's kind of egging it on. So finally, my friend goes, listen, uh, why don't we order and we can continue to talk, but at least we'll have some food. I'm a little hungry. And by the way, I, I, I do plan on being home at nine o'clock, right? Just trying to be polite and, and let the young lady know. So she says, yeah, oh, yeah, I, I think I can be ready. You go first. I think I'd be ready. And the waitress asks the following question. Have, he, have either of y'all been here before? Oh. <laughs> and my friend is like, <laughs> instantaneously says, yes, I have been here. Even though he hadn't been there before. He says, yep, been here before. Know about yeah, all the specials. Yeah, I know about everything. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> he says, the girl goes, no, I haven't. Can you tell me about this? Tell me about it. Her. 
and was the waitress. Was it like a special restaurant that had a theme? Or <laughs> something? It, I mean, all like restaurants why? have a theme. Yeah. <laughs> They're trying not to go under. But <laughs> so, yeah, that's the theme. So the whole, so then that's a whole different 15 minute conversation between the waitress and the date is, right. what do we have? You know, the chicken's name was Fred and we killed him yesterday organically. It's grass fed grass, you know, grass fed grass and our cheese comes from, you know, squirrel farts and it's not made, no one's harmed in the making of this, whatever the bullshit is. And he's, he said, the Every time a, a waiter or waitress comes up to your table and asks the following question, have you ever been here before? The answer mm-hmm. should always be, yes, I have been here before, yeah. unless you really are that interested. Like, unless you're really that interested in what they have to say about the restaurant, the founder, the <laughs> owner, you know, which fucking cow didn't die. It's just like a whole thing that they have now. And this is so true. My wife and I went to a restaurant one time. It was raining. We pull into the restaurant. It's raining. We've never been there. We walk into the restaurant. It's we've never been there, but we but it's been on the corner near our house for years. We walk in, pouring down rain. It's a cavernous restaurant, huge restaurant, maybe maybe eighty tables, and the prices are high. It's like a mid high end restaurant. We sit down. We are one of only two tables in the entire restaurant. Oh. A young man comes over and he's like, <laughs> "Hey y'all, thank you so much for I don't even remember what the place was. Let's let's call it uh I I don't know, uh Tina's. Hey y'all, thank you so much for coming to Tina's today. I know you had a choice of going somewhere else today and you came to Tina's and so I just want to tell you how thankful we are to have you here at Tina's. Tina's restaurant is a fresh, organic, locally sourced, no cows hurt in the process. We only have organic water, organic cheese. Thank y'all for coming today. He goes on this three and a half minute spiel at the, right when we sit down and we're both like looking at each other and we're like, oh, you know, his name is James or whatever. Thanks, James. Appreciate it. James yeah. walks away. The menu is 16 pages long. Oh, those big menus. Oh, my God. I mean, no wonder you don't have anybody sitting in the restaurant. Oh, right. You've got to pick a couple things and just do those really, really well. You have you have $10 jalapeno poppers next to your $350 T-bone steak, right? It's like, yeah. it's so incredibly stupid. Anyway, that's a whole different story. The guy comes back. Chrissy, what is the first thing that he says? I, again, I just thank y'all so much for showing up at Tina's today. We, I just know you had a choice. I know you had a choice to go somewhere else, and you came to Tina's. And this rain, and y'all came in. Thank you so <laughs> much. And so then he goes, have y'all ever been here before? And I kicked Astrid under the table. And luckily, Astrid and I speak the same foot language because yes. she was. we were both like, yes. Yep. <laughs> but he says, I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead. Just If y'all have just one second, I'd just like to do this with everybody that comes in the door because I think it's really important. How long has it been since y'all been here? <laughs> and I'm like, I go, oh, I, I don't know. Maybe it was like a month ago. I mean, I went, you know, Astrid's like, month? <laughs> At the yeah. same time, I say month and Astrid says year. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> it was a mo- year ago, a month ago. And he's like, oh, well, if y'all were here a month ago, things have changed. Everything has changed. It's a seasonal menu. It changes every 16 and a half days. So what I like to do is I just like to do this. I am going to go through each page and I'm going to pick out four to five options that I think are the best options and the ones that are the most popular. I'm then going to tell you which ones I think my tables order the most. And then I'm going to explain to you which ones are organic, which ones are gluten free, which ones are vegan free, which ones are vegetable free. And then (laughs) after that, I'm going to have a minute. If you have just one minute, Chrissy, (laughs) if you don't mind. And then also what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to let you know which bottles of wine or which glasses of wine might go with those dishes. So let's start 
with the amuse-bouche, which is like before the appetizers, but in between the soup courses. So here we go. Ready? Chrissy, <laughs> 30 fucking minutes. I, I mean, I'm almost not exaggerating when I say 30 fucking minutes. And you can ask Astrid about this. We, oh, I'm asking her. It was a painful, <laughs> you're asking her. It was a painful, painful experience. And this guy literally went through every fucking item in the 16 page menu to explain who, who you oh. know, I had a customer ordered that once. They turned blue and one of their eyeballs fell out. But I personally think it's really great. And the chef, <laughs> the chef's mother used to make it. The chef's mother's from Hungary. Hungary is where Hungary and uh, Ugaria meet and where uh, Uruguay and Hungary meet. And so it's Ugaria. It's like a little, it's like kind of like, you know, Texahoma. And I'm like, oh my God, guy. Okay, listen, James. So at some point I'm like, listen, James, uh, my wife and I, we have just a few minutes here because um, she's going to give birth any minute. And oh, she's pregnant. She's nine months pregnant. You can't see it. It's under the table. But uh, my wife's actually in labor. So if we could get our, if we got our stuff boxed yeah. up. So as we, as we go about eating, every time he came to the table is another thank you. Every time he comes to the table, it's another thank you. Another, another 15 minute dissertation. Thank you. It, oh, Lord. Chatty waiters are only good when you really, when either you're alone or you're really in the mood to talk, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's like the waiter that you and I went out to dinner one time with Jeff. You remember that? You, me, Jeff, Rachel, Astrid, we went out to a nice steakhouse here, have a nice steaky birthday. Yes. For whose birthday was that? Rachel's maybe? Maybe it was Rachel's birthday. I forgot. I know, or maybe yeah. it was Christmas of last year or something like that. <laughs> we go and the guy makes the mistake of, he, he walks up to the table and he's he says something about like, I don't know what's thinking. What kind of wine do you want? You guys are talking about what kind of wine you want. And he goes, ah, I love that wine. Uh, or he was Italian. He's like, you know, I love this wine. This wine yeah. is amazing. If it wasn't for Trump, we, well, as soon as Trump became president, we bought 750,000 bottles of this. <laughs> you know? And Jeff's like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? And he's like, well, I'm just telling you, Trump makes this business. Very, um, I'm making more money now. It was like right. a tariff or something. Yeah, it was like... <laughs> Yeah, some tariff was released or something. And Jeff and the waiter got into it right there. Jeff's like, you shouldn't talk fucking politics at the table, dude. And I was like, whoa, do you remember that? I was like, whoa. Jeff went at him. He was like, dude, you should shut the fuck up about Trump because I don't want to hear it. You know, yeah. and he's like, well, I think we can all I think we can all agree the economy is so much better under Trump. And Jeff was like, I don't think we can all agree on anything. You just leave right now. Ah. It was the best. It was the best. It was Christmas. It was like around a game. Like there was a big. Oh, it was like the Georgia game. Florida game or something. I don't know. The band. Yeah. Oh, no, it was the championship game, the Alabama and Georgia. That's right. Yeah. Or whatever. I don't even know. Whatever it was. <laughs> it was, a, called, it yeah. was on the corner of Douchebag and uh, Foolery. Yeah, Douchebag and Shithead Avenue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that restaurant's classic. That's classic tubes. Classic tubes. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who? Is it YouTube's? <laughs> oh my god, that was classic. So the point of the story is when a waiter or a waitress, in my opinion, when a waiter or a waitress ever ask you if you've been to the restaurant before, you just said fucking say yes. And let's all yes. move on with life. Yes. When I was a waiter, yeah. I never wanted to answer that question. And I was a waiter for a while. I never yeah. wanted I w- I was praying that you would say, Yes, I've been here. Yeah, because otherwise you got to go through the spiel. I don't want to go through the spiel. No. I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's, you know, sometimes you get the waiter or waitress who know you've been there before, yet they can continue to give you the spiel even though you've been there before. Mm-hmm. It's like, I just, just, just spare me the bullshit. <laughs> spare, spare me the bullshit, please. 
Classic. Classic tubes. That's classic <laughs> tubes. I went to a restaurant one time and and uh, I was on a date and the date left me. Like, I mean, oh. <laughs> this was like, not a blind date, but it was like a, it was a first or a second date. Yeah. And um, she saw a text message come through on my phone, right? And we'd been dating for like 16 seconds. We're she saw a text message come through on my phone and she threw a hissy fit right there. Oh. You know, that's it. You didn't tell me you're saving another fan. She left. <laughs> the waitress was from like Yugoslavia or something, and she comes up and she's going, um, uh, I saw your date leave very angry. Uh, I'm very sorry to hear this. Would you like to hear today's specials? <laughs> I'll take the check. I think we just broke up. Yeah. I had a drink and the check. I also broke up with my wife. Very sad. <laughs> oh, look, it's, it's Henry from Podcast Henry. Universe. Henry. A very sad day here at the Fonda household because me and my wife, we have broken up. It's official. I found her. She was in Hollywood. Things were not going well. Uh, I don't want to talk a lot about it, but it had, let's just say this. I found her in bed with The Rock and Ryan Seacrest at the same time. Ooh. Ooh. That sounds like a Henry. meatball sandwich. In more ways than one. It was ugly. <laughs> it looked like a pig roast. Oh, Henry, that's a little graphic. I'm sorry. I just I don't know what to do. It was a it was a horrible thing. So Henry, what happened exactly? Well, you know, my wife left me about two years ago, and I've been looking for her ever since. I've been trying to use most of the money I'm making here at the Podcast Universe. We are always here to help your ego. I've been using most of the money to find private detectives to find my wife. And many times they would call and say, "I don't think you're really married to this woman." What was your wife's <laughs> name again? Arianda Grande. <laughs> I thought it was Selena Gomez. Well, I mean, it depends on which day. She goes by this or she goes by that. But the point is we're now broken up. And it wasn't a great day for my breakup because I don't know if you heard, but podcast.uk is not doing so well. <laughs> what happened to podcast.uk? I accidentally started it in the wrong country. <laughs> oh, Henry, I'm so sorry. That's so sad. So I was wondering if it might be okay if I could borrow Chrissy for a couple of days. <laughs> Would you come over and please help me get through this very difficult time in my life? I like to help people, so yes. You are I so sweet. Okay, listen. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get a few grams of Coke and a couple <laughs> of bottles of champagne. Now, this is just this is what my psychiatrist has recommended. Now we're talking. Yes, now we're talking. Now I knew you liked a party like this. Wow, you made our that you sound much better now. Hey, listen, things are looking up for me now. I've got Chrissy Hoadley. Fuck Ariana Grande. Who is she? She's like, she this is some peanut. I mean, who is she? What has she done? Uh, she's like a famous actress and a musician. That's what she says, but I don't really believe her. But anyway, Chrissy, listen, you and me, we're going to go to Tina's. It's a great restaurant I know oh, about. They have, any, yes, they have anything you need, I'm telling you. I know this great waiter named James. He's going to take care of us. And, 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 and additionally... If you want to bring Jeff with, I've got a closet Jeff can sleep in. There's no problems with that. So tell Jeff he's got a closet. There's a lock on the outside. We can make sure he feels safe and comfortable. I know he doesn't like scary movies. So uh, you know, what do you say? I come pick you up today about 6.30? <laughs> yep. Okay. Sounds like a good plan. Brian, I need an advance on the next banner I have to buy if you don't mind. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. I didn't agree to that. You still haven't you still haven't got me my impressions from the last banner ad buy. I told you they're coming. It just takes a little slow for our system to work it up. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Okay, okay. Let's what kind of advance do you need? 
Let's see, one eighth bottle of cocaine is 190 times two plus three, a couple of bottles of Moet. I want to make sure I have the finest of champagnes from, can I have $6,000? $6,000? That's that's like more than your website cost. Well, no, my website cost $700 and I still haven't put it up yet, but don't worry, I'm going to get to it real soon. Okay, Henry, I think you got a date with Chrissy. I think things are looking up. I know, it's all day. And listen, I don't want Jeff to think that I'm upset with him. As a matter of fact, I sang happy birthday to him last week. I feel like our friendship is on the mend. I think, uh, you know, it's just (laughs) one of those things. Me and Jeff, me and Jeff, we can, we can agree to disagree. I think I'm married to to Chrissy. He thinks he's married to Chrissy. It's just one of those things that uh, we don't agree on. But what I, what we can agree upon is sharing Chrissy 70, 30. Uh, me 70, him 30, and the other 30%, he can sleep on my couch. <laughs> wow, you are in a generous mood today. Generous. Very sweet. Listen, you're, I'm going to tell you something. Do you know what the, you know what the best day of your marriage is? Uh, no. What's the best day of your marriage? The day you get a divorce. I'm telling you, this is true. This is, this is a true fact from my country. <laughs> we have the <laughs> highest divorce rate in the entire world. Which country is that? Uh, I'm not going to tell you right now, Antarctica. <laughs> Antarctica? I don't even think there's anybody that lives there. Exactly. So I'm not the first person to get a divorce. That's why the divorce rate is so high. So holy, 6.30, I'll bring the cocaine and strippers. Uh, you wear something nice. I'll be ready. Preferably the other. Okay, I've got it. Do you have any dogs? I don't have any So dogs. that means you don't have any leashes. Okay, I'll just, Brian, can you make it $6,025, please? I'm going to need to pick up a leash. For Jeff. <laughs> okay, we'll talk to you later. Okay, bye guys. Bye, Henry. We here at Podcast Universe, always here to help your ego. I know you are. Wow, Henry broke up with his wife, but looks like he's on the mend. Moving in. Listen, moving on up. He's, moving in. <laughs> it sounds like you're moving <laughs> in with him. It sounds like you're moving in with him. I mean, what's that? You know, it's 2020. <laughs> Listen, I'm really set. Yeah, 2020. Yeah, who fucking cares? <laughs> It's all going to end pretty soon anyway. Uh, we're recording this a couple of days after the, de- or sometime after the de- the last debate happened. And my best friend, Raphael, called me like at 1145. <laughs> he called me during the, the debate and I said, listen, I, I can't talk right now. I want to watch this. I want to actually see what they have to say. And then he called me at like 1145. And I mean, he was just upset. He was like, this is the whole world's going to explode. <laughs> And I was like, you got to settle down, bro. It's really not going to explode. It's going to be a civil war. It's not, it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to happen slowly. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about yeah. it. And uh, then he went through, <clears throat> he said that there was a book written by Socrates about Plato or Plato about Socrates. I can't remember what it is called, The Republic. And I guess that he, that mm-hmm. in that this book, they explain that democracy is the fourth level of <laughs> the fourth level of hell or something. It's still like, you know, autocracy. Planomacy, really? uh, uh, democracy, and then you know, and then and then, <laughs> and then Venezuela. I'm not sure what it was, something like that. <laughs> but it was a total. I mean, just like it was a it was a rough conversation. And then my, when my business partner, I woke up this morning, also called me, and he was all stressed out too. It's like everyone's everyone's all stressed out. And don't make the assumption out there in the universe that all of my friends or all of my all of my buddies have have you know liberal leanings because that's not true. So stop writing it. People are so <laughs> rude online. They're so rude online. They don't even they don't even they I, maybe like I should. Maybe a, I shouldn't get into it. Maybe I should just leave it. Yeah, it is what it yeah. is. You know, what it are you going to do? What it is. Yeah. There's always going to be people. Yeah, talk shit. Whatever. Have so much time 
to, to write negative. Things. Yeah, but I will say this. If you do tune in to Chrissy and I's show, you are going to hear Chrissy and I's opinion about the world around us. So mm-hmm. if that is upsetting to you, then don't turn tune in. Turn it off. <laughs> turn really it off. Easy. I know. But the thing you is, you don't is even that, have to write a bad comment. Yeah, people hate listen. <laughs> I mean, of the three people that we have listening, I think two of them hate listen. <laughs> and they're very vocal. They're very yeah. vocal. They like to just, just yeah, turn it off. They, walk just away. Turn it off. Don't worry about it. Things will get, you know, there's another mm. podcast for you. Mm. Mm, now we're talking. Now our ancestors are talking. Imagine yourself a tree. Hard, long, straight, a little bend at the top with the wind. Then imagine the sap is pouring out of the tree, showering you, showering you with tree sap, <laughs> long, hard tree sap pouring on you. Mm. Are you on the Calm app, Brian? You really should be on the Calm app. <laughs> I mean, it's a great, soothing voice. <laughs> I'm going to play that. I am going to play that voice message. So I gave Jeff a very special, you not only should, did, not only did we give Jeff a, and Henry Fonda gave Jeff a very happy birthday song on episode number 28, if you want to listen to it, but I've sent Jeff a very happy birthday message because I felt it was necessary, <laughs> necessary yes. to send him a little daily meditation for his birthday. Uh, I'll play it. Uh, well, maybe I'll play it at the beginning of this episode. So you'll have already heard it. So that's what you heard at the beginning <laughs> of this episode. <laughs> Oh, we can play it on the break room. Oh, yeah. You know what? Let's play it on the break room. But, you know, getting back to Henry, like, I have a friend who's who's going through a hard time with his girlfriend. Like, a really hard time mm-hmm. with his girlfriend. His girlfriend's, like, really kind of... She's not good to him. Let's just put it that way. And it's clear that she's not good to him. Now, my general rule in life is to be she's true. She's not good to him. She's not good to him. No. At okay. all. She's she's not good to him. She doesn't treat him well. She doesn't treat him with respect. She doesn't give him the care and the love that he needs. He he keeps on giving and she keeps on taking. And that's how it goes. Right. And mm. it's clear to anyone that observes the relationship and his therapist tells him the fucking same thing too, but you know, whatever. So, yeah. uh, so there was this conversation that, that we had and, and I said, you know, you know, dude, maybe it, you, I have this thing, never get in anybody, never get in the way of anybody else's fate. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Unless your fate tells you to, unless you feel that strongly about Interesting. it, right. Yeah. Then be truthful without being hurtful. That's the next step. So if mm-hmm. I feel so strongly, like the universe is tugging me to say something, right? Like you got to say something. Cause this is the situation where you got to say something. So I said something, I said, Hey, maybe it's time to break up. Just like Henry and uh, Ariana Grande. <laughs> Just like them. Just like those two. You know, you can <laughs> exactly soothe your woes with an eight ball of cocaine and some champagne too. <laughs> And so I said, you know, listen, now it's time to break up. And, and now, you know, it's her dad's birthday and we're going to go up for the weekend. It's a bad time. And I said, okay, we'll break up uh, next Tuesday. No, no she got this big work meeting. Things are not going to turn. Yeah, I'm not sure that things are going to. Okay, well then make a plan and, you know, you guys have the conversation with her uh, the following <laughs> Saturday. No, like 21 year old Chrissy. It sounds like a, the day it sounds like a 35 year old Brian. <laughs> Going, if he yeah. doesn't change by this time, yep. then I'm done. Then I'm done. And like, you really just can't be done until you're actually done. There's nothing that's going to be like Tuesday. Yeah. The, that's the day. That's no. the day. It's like, it's just going to happen when it happens. And it usually doesn't happen well. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It, and that's, that was my point to him was, hey, listen, 
There is never going to be a good day. Her birthday, Christmas, Thanksgiving, Easter, New Year's, Dad's birthday. I know. And the holidays, I know that people, people really, I know people who have waited till after the holidays to break up with somebody like literally January 2nd. See you later, which is a shitty thing to do. Why is it a shitty thing to do? Because you are stringing someone along and you're wasting your own fucking time. Mm -hmm. And my advice, (laughs) my bottom line advice was. There's never a time, a good time to break up. There's always a good time to break up. And that good time is now, now when you don't feel good about the situation and you feel like you're being hurt, right? If it's not benefiting you, then it's time to go. And it doesn't matter what day it is. Big meeting, Christmas. I mean, listen, if it's actual Christmas, okay. Christmas day, maybe that's, you know, Christmas day, birthday. (laughs) Okay. Maybe those two days. Yeah. Valentine's day. Yeah. Yeah. You just had a heart attack. You know, you're yeah. sick with coronavirus, you know, whatever, you know, yeah. those type of things I can understand. I'm going to be a total dick, but her dad's birthday or, you know, the yeah. fucking 49ers game. It's like, come on, man, yeah. cares, gives a shit, right? Right. Who gives a shit? You got, you have to take the action and do it now. It's never yeah, a good time really to break just, up. You're really just wasting precious time. And, which, your and your own. And mm-hmm. you're, you're. I, I think that you're just excuse making when you're doing that. And I, but I've been there. So I totally understand. It's avoidance. It's avoidance. Wanna, That's right. You don't want to have to have the whole law and like actually deal with it. But you're just prolonging the inevitable. I, I was going to break up. With, I've never, I've never heard anybody be like, we were really, really close to breaking up. And I wanted to break up with them for like six months. But then. Things turned around. Hits. Yeah. Thanksgiving hits. <laughs> <laughs> and thank God I didn't break up because everything changed. Let me tell you something. I went to her dad's birthday party and I, and it's just, I saw a whole new woman. Things, different. everything was fantastic. Everything works good now. Painted in blue. Great. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Unbelievable. Listen, you're so right about this too, is that things ain't not going to change. Mm-mm. Because you, mm. you know, because it's fucking International Turtle Day you know, yeah. or whatever the bullshit is, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. You got to go. I once, I one time told you, Chrissy Holdley, <laughs> I'm going to break up with her tomorrow. And yeah. three years later, <laughs> was in your apartment crying about how yes. I was going to break this up with her true. tomorrow. But really, the only thing you can do as a good friend is be supportive. That's the, that's what I've found. You know, that's the way I found it. I'm like, yes, I will commiserate you when things are bad, but I also can't hold a grudge. No, 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 together, no, no, no. Yeah. Then that hurts your friendship. I agree with you person. about that. Yeah. And so you got to just your relation- watch, sit back and watch the train wreck that's happening. I agree with you here that your relationship with your significant other, unless it's detrimental specifically to my own well-being, mm-hmm. is neither here nor there for me. Yeah. I always love you, brother, yes, sister, exactly. you yeah. know, friend, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, I just hate to like this friend is hurting and I hate to see that. That's that's of what the course. bottom line is. And I, I think know, that I, I think sometimes it's hard to see the forest through the trees. And because yeah. I've been there, because I was one one time told you I was going to break up with her tomorrow and three years later, <laughs> I was still telling you I was going to break up with her tomorrow because I've been there. I just don't want to yeah. see like a repeat of that. Like I'd, I I'd much prefer to, to to give give my wisdom and part my wisdom. But at the end of the day, you can't save somebody from their own fate. Right. Tell me he's got till February 1st. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> 
you, uh, Valentine's Day. That's the target breakup day. The before Valentine's Day. Before Valentine's Day. That's the thing. You got to get in before <laughs> Valentine's Day. When I was a, so like, speaking of waiters. January, ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking of waiters, when I was a waiter, do you know that on Valentine's Day, the busiest fucking day of the year for restaurants, I saw many, I say many, probably um, maybe I can think Fights? of three or four. Break, breakups or arguments. I actually saw a proposal that someone said no and started crying and walked out. It was fucking nuts. I was, I mean, they were shit faced. I'm sure that they, they yeah. both woke up kicking themselves in the fucking teeth, just thinking about how embarrassed they were. But it turned yeah. into a huge argument in the middle of the restaurant. She walked out in tears, <laughs> threw the box down, and was like, "Go walk here, go!" It was uh, it, it was really, nice. it was really crazy. We could do a whole show. Maybe someday we'll do a whole show and we'll get people who have been waiters or waitresses to to call in or to write in their craziest stories about waiters, waitresses, or bartenders. Idea. Do that info at tcbpodcast.com. If you're a waiter, waitress, or bartender, or you have been, and you've got a crazy story, like, and I know all of you do because I've worked in the industry <laughs> and it's, just, you ha- you can work in the industry for one day and you'll have a crazy story because it's a fucking nutty industry. It is. Write in, tell us, tell us a little bit about the story and then we'll either call you up live on air or we can, you know, you can write the story and we can read it if you don't feel comfortable on air. Um, Okay. Here's what's going to go on. www.tcbpodcast.com. Join the break room. Uh, That's uh, our little after show that we're going to do right here, right now. After five minutes, I'm going to go tubes it out and then I'm going to go get, I'm going to go get me a tubing real quick. And then for that quick break, that's right. I'm going to go lubing my tubing. Me too. Oh, really? Hey, listen, it's 2020 equal opportunity. Um, And then we're going to do the after show. The after show is 15 to 20 minutes of extra content. There is no, it's absolutely free. There's no obligation to buy. (laughs) You can go (laughs) ahead and join it at tcbpodcast.com. Make sure you join us on the socials at the commercial break on Instagram. I've got a Twitter. TCB Brian is my Twitter. That's my Twitter handle. TCB Ryan. TCB Ryan. What do you think about that one? I love it. So uh, follow me. I just started it yesterday. So if you see zero followers, it's it's, it's me. Yeah. But I don't have the little verified check yet. (laughs) I think they only do that for people that actually matter. Yeah, I think so too. And we want to say thank you to the, to the so many people who have joined uh, the commercial break over the last couple of weeks. I want to thank you for, for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Yes. You can watch us on YouTube, find that YouTube channel at tcbpodcast.com. Actually, the videos are up there on TCB podcast. So you can just watch it, uh, tcbpodcast.com. So you can just watch it right there. Um, and what else? I'd still like to dress up for Halloween. We're going to dress up for Halloween and I'm thinking about doing a live show, more information about that, but you must join the break room. Uh, mm-hmm. In order to do that, so uh, yeah, I've so, been look, thinking about my costume. Have you really? Mm-hmm. I got to think about mine. Shit, I'm I don't know. Lover. I'm gonna I'm gonna borrow my my little son's Disney <laughs> PJ Masks costume. It's a little superhero gecko. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about doing that. What yes. do you think? I like it. <clears throat> okay, until next Tuesday. Oh, and by the way, we changed the show to Tuesdays in case you hadn't noticed. I yes. forgot to leave that out. Until next Tuesday. I'm Brian. That's Chrissy. We're good friends. You've been listening to The Breaker. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Love you. To get access to the commercial break after show, go to tcbpodcasts.com and join The Break Room. You'll get access to the after show, YouTube extras, live shows, and much more. Follow at The Commercial Break on Instagram and Facebook. It's that squiggly little email thing at sign The Commercial Break. 
The Commercial Break is written and produced by Brian Green, co-hosted by Chrissy Hoadley. The Commercial Break returns next Wednesday with an all-new episode. We are available on most podcast providers. Tune us in and ride it out. Hi, Brian. It's your mom. 